Hello and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. We bring you interviews from people who have conquered the trickiest of health challenges using the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition philosophy and similar healing modalities. You're going to hear from experts who have been through the ringer with their health issues and yet managed to come out on the other side. If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com. But for now, here is today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. My name is Evan Transu, aka Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. I won't be doing much hosting again. As you can tell by the title, we are continuing our series where we are doing a multiple-part episode for our 200th episode special. What we did for our 200th episode is we compiled the best advice from every single guest and put it into one very long episode that needed to be broken down into multiple parts. And you might be saying, how could you possibly get the best advice from every single guest? Were you tracking it the entire time? Well, no, we can do you one better. Our final question, as you may know, on the show is if you could get every single person in the world to do one thing for their health, whether that's literally do one thing or stop doing one thing, what's the one thing that you'd get them to do? And what we do is we took those, or what we did rather, is we took these answers and compiled them all together and made a mega long episode. This one today is a little shorter than normal. I mean, we're still hitting, you know, the higher 30 uh, minute mark, but the reason it is a little shorter is because I realized, all right, we technically have three parts here. The first part was kind of a normal uh, normal length. The second and third part is going to be the same length, basically, but not as long as the first episode. It evens things out. It makes it so that it's not just 60 minutes of different voices. I feel like that's super confusing for the brain. <laughs> and also, I admit, it is a ton of work on our team's end to actually go back through and take all of these. If we had originally thought of this idea at episode number one, well, that would have been genius because then we could have been making this as we went along, but we were not so smart. And so, yeah, going back and working with about 200 episodes and trying to fit 40 plus people into each one, that is a little tricky. <laughs> so without further ado, let's continue our compilation episodes of the best answers of every guest on the Health Detective Podcast so far. It would have to be realized that they are 100% responsible for their well-being and achieving the health goals that they desire, whatever that may be. And the sooner you come to that, understanding and you embody that 100%, the sooner you will achieve your results and, and, and get that goal. Go gluten-free. Absolutely <laughs> go gluten-free. It, I don't know why people think that's such a hard, difficult thing to do. If I, if I wish they knew me. If you know me, like if I could do it, anyone could do it. And freaking get some sleep. Okay. Let's put it this way. If you're going to bed at two and you're waiting, you're like, oh, this is great. I can like there's something that's not normal okay that is not normal not sleeping is not the life's plan it's not god's way or the universe or whatever you believe in okay it's not the way it's you need to re-energize you need to charge your body needs that time to as we other doctors evan and i listen to to dump the junk in your trunk it's got to go out like your liver needs you have your your body has no time to do what it's supposed to do on two hours of sleep at night it doesn't Ooh. Um, breathe appropriately. Breathe from the belly as many times as you can throughout the day. And 
become aware of your breathing because I think that's another true root cause of all dysfunction is irregular breathing. So I know, I guess that's, that's the first thing that came to mind, but of course there's so many now <laughs> that I think about. Walk outside, go spend time in nature. Honestly, I mean, endorphins from, you know, vitamin D, um, getting negative ions from the sea, getting terpenes from the forest. I mean, literally nature therapy is one of the easiest, most simple, free things that you can do for your health. There is research that talks about when you exercise outdoors, how that can actually increase learning capabilities, cognitive function. So go outside, it's free and it's good for literally everything in your body. I would say that I would demand that every individual on this planet spend at least five minutes a day in silence and meditation, loving the parts of themselves they wish they could change. Uh, because that is the true catalyst to the change process that allows any health and wellness related goal to flourish and actually manifest in a functional way. The average American eats like one to three. Um, there's so many benefits to fruits and vegetables. Um, each color of, of the plant you eat is amazing. But at the same time, when you're eating that many servings of fruits and vegetables, you don't have room for all the other junk, right? So it's a simple but not simple way to clean up your diet just because like our traditional American breakfast of pancakes and cereal and French toast and Pop-Tarts, no vegetables, our traditional lunch of hot dog, pizza, sandwiches with iceberg lettuce, which doesn't count. Um, and then like we have like a side of broccoli with dinner, like that. that's our kind of typical American diet. Um, but if you start, you know, focus on three servings for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it'll completely change the way you eat and it'll completely change your health. Some of your guests have mentioned some really important things um, already. So I'm going to mention something that I have not heard that I think is very important. And this works super well for a lot of my clients. No carbohydrates, for their first meal of the day that does so much uh, to train the body to use energy efficiently throughout the day we talk about this in ayurveda in other ways of how to manage energy what where should your biggest meal of the day be but something i find consistently is no sugar no carbohydrates for that very first meal to help your body better uh, burn calories and uh, be a more metabolically flexible machine throughout the day. This does so much wonders for people. And if there's one thing people could do, I think it's it's that thing. What I would say is to love themselves, to accept where they are, to treat themselves with kindness and compassion, just like they would a three-year-old kid. You know, like have the same level of love, acceptance, and compassion for themselves, no matter what they're struggling with, no matter where they are, um, because that's the foundation of real, of real change. That's also the foundation of true health. Um, so there's no, there might be pain, but there's no suffering. The suffering comes from the lack of self-acceptance and the judgment of yourself. So letting go of that judgment. Like you said, you know the answer. Raise <laughs> your glutathione levels, okay? You know, I was just talking to, you know, to Dr. Jimmy Gutman, and he told me that 
he expects the next five to ten years for glutathione to be as popular as vitamin C. Uh, you know, just the term, right? Uh, vitamin C, antioxidant, cholesterol. The, the, these are words that everybody understands. Not everybody understands glutathione. So the number one thing for your health, again, any treatment, any diet you have, cool. I respect that. Awesome. But there's one thing I have to tell you. Raise your glutathione levels, and I know everything you do extra, they're going to love that you're raising glutathione. Ah, good one. You almost had me stumped, but I got it. Um, It's to look at their life as a range of possibilities. So we sit there and sometimes when we judge ourselves or we judge our life and we're judging it under the scope of some kind of maybe a negative perception, it's to open that perception up and look at it in a range of possibilities that is like it's happening. this is happening for us. So in that kind of respect, if it's happening for us, this is like an, a positive experience that we're going through that will bring us and lead us to this other greatest possibility in our life. Um, I would tell them to sleep. <laughs> it's that important. I Sleep rules the metabolic mistress. And as a dietitian, you may think, uh, I can't believe she's not telling them to eat you know, more protein. It, it is a toss-up, okay? But honestly, I, I think sleep is so foundational and so important in health. And um, that means getting the blue light out of your room, right? Shutting off routers, no phone next to the bed. You know, you don't need 5G military grade electromagnetic fields next to your head, raising your cortisol at night. So if you do absolutely have to have it, you have kids who are driving and on the road or aging parents, you know, keep it a minimum of 10 feet from your bed, but off the screens at eight. I always tell people nothing good happens after 8 p.m. on a phone, like nothing. So get off the phone, get your sleep, um, and f- just watch yourself lose weight. Watch your insulin receptors improve, your cravings go down, your appetite regulated, and your mood and your libido be really happy. Ooh, um, gosh, Evan, that, that is hard. Just having one, <laughs> one thing. Well, I think in midlife, so I'm going to kind of just narrow it in on midlife just to make it a little easier, and by the time you get to midlife, is that you have to pay attention to sleep, your sleep, your quality of your sleep, and the timing of your sleep. Uh, I know we haven't even spoken about sleep. It's not just about the weight. But I've just found that sleep is the healer of all healing modalities. (laughs) There are so many things. Okay. Um... I would say I'm going to put two together because it's, I want to give something that's free, easy, and you can go do it right now, which is get outside and walk and get in this. So it's all together, going outside, walking, getting in the sun. Um, so you're getting your movement in, you're getting your sunshine exposure, exposure to help balance your circadian rhythm, which will help your hormones and your sleep. And um, you're getting that fresh air, you're getting nature, you're getting out of the house. So that would be my one thing for everybody to go do. Wow. Great question. I, I mean, sauna, 
and sit with it. Just be. Slow down for a few seconds. Get in the sauna. Allow that space to be where you slow down. Sunrise and ketosis. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. I feel like it's so stupid to say, but drink water. I feel like people don't drink water. No, nope, that's actually. And when people come to me and I ask them, you know, we're doing their skin consultation and everything. I'm always like, all right, like, um, what, what are you doing? Like, with fluid wise, you drinking water? They're like, no. Sorry. I'm like, okay, well, that is the number. And then they tell me about how wrinkled and dehydrated their skin is, and I'm just like, okay. I think that. Oh, can I do another one too? by all means okay i think do you know the whole like earthing grounding thing yes being in nature that that works for anxiety depression at least for me it worked for both of those things and i know that that's something that kind of everyone struggles with sleep eight hours a night solid like solid restful sleep eight hours a night number one Take algae tablets every single day. Absolutely. And when we're bigger, we want to donate this to children's schools for lunches, for um, assisted living homes, disaster areas. Uh, This stuff is the answer. It's going to save the world. I I truly, if you haven't seen the Netflix movie Seaspiracy, S-E-A-S-P-I-R-A-C-Y, please watch it. Even they, they talk about how the commercial fishing industry is destroying the oceans. And even they, twice in the movie, say the answer to saving the oceans is to eat algae. So I am not alone on this. I'm just a few years ahead of the rest of you. I was where you were 11 years ago, not knowing anything about algae. I'm going to try to make it easier for you to get on board because the world is discovering algae. The United Nations discovered it in 1974. The Japanese discovered it in 1950. Why should the Asians be the only ones benefiting from longevity and great health, great skin, low cancer rates? I want you to have those same benefits too. So absolutely, my answer to that question, take algae, spirulina, and chlorella every day, and you will never look back. I think I would get them to have like this magic, like blessing of their brain of like education and information about food and nutrition, like where it comes from, the importance of it all. Like why you should be, you know, limiting how much, you know, high fructose corn syrup, honestly, you shouldn't be having it at all. But like if you're, you know, especially for those who are eating like Western foods and things like that, like just understanding how that's one of the best things that you can do for yourself and your family is just to consume the right kinds of foods that nourish you, right? Because even still, like maybe tomatoes don't nourish you the way an apple does. And it's understanding um, your bio-individual needs where food is concerned. Because when you do that, I think every, well, not everything, but mostly everything will fall into place. You know, if I'm going to speak in in general, um, putting aside, you know, the topic that we spoke of, you know, with eating disorders, I think one of the most important things that both men and women should do is strength train. You know, muscle is an endocrine organ, um, and it is probably the most beneficial thing you could not just do for your physical health, but for your mental health as well. Eat more whole foods. Eat more whole foods. It has to be one, because my mind is going off with a bunch of things. So many people have thrown in two. Feel free. I'd say eat more whole foods, and just like we talked about, listen to your gut. Listen to your body. 
you know, if your body's rejecting something, if your mind's rejecting something, like listen to your body, tune into yourself and ultimately take care of yourself. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, I mean, super, super loaded, right? Because we have so much, um, you know, so much we can do. And, um, you know what, uh, this has not been brought up, you know, I mean, certainly right. Oxalates and all these things have been, and they've been helping me, but this has not been brought up. And I would say if I had a magic wand, I'd have everybody out there, um, do, um, cold exposure because, uh, that that's one thing that I, I can tell you has made me a, uh, stronger, healthier, fit, fitter person. You know, I mean, it just has the, um, you know, getting into cold showers, cold lakes, cold streams, um, haven't been able to experience cryotherapy. Nobody around uh, me that I know of is, uh, does that, but um, I would say that would make a huge difference in everyone's health. I really believe it. Meditation, hands down. No, <laughs> there's no other thing that can shift your life as much as meditation because you're really going inward, listening to yourself, discovering about yourself, and calming the entire body. When we're in that place of rest and peace, we can see unimaginable change. Oh, my God. Well, clearly I'm biased, uh, but it would be all about prioritizing sleep in that process. If you're someone that's listening and you are um, looking to improve your health to kind of restructure that pyramid of health that you might be thinking of, of, okay, well, it's a new year, so I'm going to get the, you know, the nutritionist and the personal trainer and the this and the, and the that. Instead, how can we learn about and prioritize our sleep and put that on the really most crucial foundational rung? Because from that place, then the going to the gym and the eating well and all those things are much more likely to happen consistently because what is the first, you know, thing that kind of gets cut often, um, you know, is if we're not sleeping, then suddenly it's, we're too tired to get to the gym and we make the poor choices because our glucose levels are higher and all these things are happening, uh, with our sleep. So prioritizing that sleep, um, I don't know if I can have like an asterisk with it, but with that is <laughs> <Sure>. to, <laughs> to, um, to bring in that one thing that we called out throughout this conversation. Um, which is that light prioritization. So really um, having that sunlight hunger to seek out sunlight um, as much as we possibly can and ideally anchored on the earlier half of the day uh, just because that can be such a grounding practice for people and just such a tangible and almost innate thing of like, yes, I know I this, this feels right for most people uh, once they start doing that and it can just kind of help all the other practices fall into place because if I didn't explain it well enough, I want to just also say that based on when you see that first shot of bright light in your day that kind of creates this invisible countdown clock where from that point, then it will uh, kind of choose the time that you are going to get tired later on in the evening. So there's a very real cause and effect if you're not seeing your brightest shot of light until, you know, back, back when I used to wake up so late, it might be 12 one in the morning, uh, one in the afternoon, I'm sorry, when you're getting that big bright of, uh, shot of light. And then of course, then from that place, I'm not going to get tired to another, you know, 16 hours after that. And so it's going to be real late. So you want to also get that there's a very clear um, mechanism happening here. And it's not just sort of like a nice thing to do. I normally have a signature question on this podcast where it's specifically about health in general. But of course, it's, I mean, from my understanding, it's not like you were sitting here dealing with a cancer or some specific autoimmune disease. So I think the final question for today could actually be best um, asked for the specific topic. And so in this case, it would be if we could give Trisha a magic wand 
and you could get everyone who is out there emotionally eating to do one thing for their emotional eating or stop doing one thing, what is the one thing that you'd get them to do? Oh, there's so many, but I I would say, I mean, there's so many things to do and they're hard to do without support. Um, Most people with emotional eating want to figure it out on their own because they're embarrassed about it. Um, you could save yourself a lot of time by getting support. So, um, but in terms of a first step, like I will say, if you want to do it on your own, you're like, screw you. I don't want to get support. Um, (laughs) uh, basically slow down, like slow the hell down, like stop going at breakneck speed because you're just making your situation worse. And that's whatever health problem you have, you know, cause everything's connected, you know, stress, kills stress kills and emotional eaters are really stressed out and we're in you know a full flight from ourselves so you got to slow down but but besides slowing down you know having a morning routine uh you know really taking some time to be with yourself to connect with source you know your 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 divine spirit that's going to make a huge difference and give you answers that you need um, but again, reach out for help as well because uh, it's so much easier to do this when you have support. And if you could have figured it out on your own, you probably would have. Um, you know, so there's no shame. We we have no issues. You know, getting a health coach if we've got some kind of health problem, or getting a trainer if we want to get fit. You know, and and have, you know, train for a triathlon or something. But when it comes to eating, we're like, no, I got it. I got it. I'm good. And yet it's the problem we've had the longest. It's the hardest to overcome because it is an addictive habit. And yet you have to eat, you know, and and you probably aren't going to figure it out on your own because you, you need yeah. you need to take a different tack. Diets will not do it. The first thing that popped in my head, I have to say, is wake up and get outside. Get out in nature, grounding, sunrise, see the sun start your day that way. Get outside. I think, I think the one thing that I would ask everybody on the planet to do is, oh man, it's so hard to pick one. Okay, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to go against my gut. My gut was breathe. My gut was to take in a deep breath every hour, do an eight count in, hold for two and out for eight and hold for two you would be a different human being if you did that every hour on the hour because as human beings we tend to ride the adrenaline rocket the cortisol rocket towards bedtime and then we wonder why we can't just shut it off so humans were designed to eat sleep play make love and roam around the world we are not living we don't live that way it's a different world so the rules that apply to your genetic design haven't changed that much we're not living in alignment or resonance with that fact, that truth. So we've got to work with these aspects of downregulation. I totally cheated. I'm going to give you two. And so the other thing I would ask is that when you okay. listen to another human being on social media uh, in, in real time when we're talking and you're engaging in their eye and you're really, you're really present with them, you're not just waiting for your turn to talk, is that you mm-hmm. try – Every time you listen to pull away judgment of what they're saying, if we could remove judgment and just feel into the the reality that they have a different upbringing, set of experiences, financial income, housing, relationship status than you do, and just be so humble about that, that if we just remove judgment, 
I, I don't think we'd have war anymore. I don't think there'd be famine. I don't think there'd be kids locked in cages. I think that would all resolve because we, we would, we would have this self-realization. Wow. Wow. Everybody's struggling. Everybody's having a weird time on this rock spinning around a ball of fire in the middle of a universe who knows what's beyond that and we're all walking each other home in this human experience nobody gets out alive nobody's taking all the money you've made or the rockets or the boats or the teslas and putting them in a case somewhere and you don't end monopoly with a stack of cash we all will go with nothing and just remember that and like I think that would be such a great little mantra. If we broke out that soundbite and just like played it to people on your morning alarm, I am removing judgment every time when I gauge with another human being and I'm pulling that out of my listening tool, my listening toolbox, I would respond in a different way. And I think that would be just a transformational thing for the human race. Stop and smell the roses. Just take a break, take a break from the stress give yourself that break take a moment to breathe i had no idea how important breathing was until you know i started this journey with coaching allowing yourself to not get caught up in all the chaos because whether you get caught up and not caught up in it or not it's going to exist around you so take care of yourself um stop eating seed oils and vegetable oils would be a big one it's pretty easy. Stop eating sugar. <laughs> just get all the sugar and the carbs that are not healthy for you out and just pay attention to the other foods. Yeah, I I think it would have to be really good, high quality sleep every single night, like, mm-hmm. and optimized for them. So not everyone needs to sleep eight hours or nine hours, but there are different body types that need different amounts of sleep. And then really like making sure that that sleep that we are getting is super high quality and that we wake up feeling rested, rejuvenated and revitalized to go on with our day. I would say to introduce a self-care practice into their day. Um, so whether it can even be as little for as little as five minutes, but some kind of self-care practice, uh, I feel that the balance between the doing and the resting is, um, is not there for most people in today's day and age. So just trying to kind of create that sort of parasympathetic rest state and, I, I need to follow my own advice there as well. Um, so, you know, that could be, um, you know, a five-minute meditation, which is really easy to find online. Um, it could be um, breathing, you know, like just a 10-minute a, 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 a breath work. Again, something you could find online. Um, it could be just going out and taking your dog for a walk. You know, anything that kind of just stops you from the doing, um, on a, on a daily basis. I know that sounds like, but, um, yeah, I just think that that would just do a world of good for so many people. That would be to stop over scheduling yourself and find time to rest. Rest during the day leads to better rest at night. Get off social media. (laughs)
I can explain that further, but uh, I don't think I have to. There's a, there's a, I actually know the best way to describe it. And I'll try to be quick is, is there's this, there's this theory or this idea of digifrenia. It's trying to exist in multiple places at once. And we've got this physical being and how we live today and the reality of the world that I'm in that I'm not seeing you in. And then there's the digital version of who I am, my identity online, which varies between LinkedIn where I'm buttoned up and professional or Instagram where I'm sharing my food or maybe some silly, like the best of my experience, which isn't realistic. Or then there's Facebook where I'm yelling about politics or whatever it might be. So we're trying to exist in all these different places at once, but we're having a hard time existing here in the physical, real material world. Hmm. And so if we can just take a step back, I don't think you have to delete it, but fast from it. You guys talk about fasts from food. Uh, there's a real benefit from fasting from technology. And I think there's an even bigger benefit from fasting from social media. I would say give that a shot. Listen to your body and act on it. If it's giving you warning signals, do something now, not two years down the road when you flared into autoimmune disease like my body did. Listen to your body. You should have good energy. Um, you should be able to have a, a decent, stable mood. And if you're a woman, regular cycles. Yeah. <laughs> Vitamin G. Vitamin G, I get them to close their eyes, connect to their breath, feel their body, feel their seat, feel their feet, feel their, you know, tushy in the chair, feet on the floor, and start bringing into their awareness all that they have, all that they have. Vitamin G, vitamin G, vitamin G. I'd even say to oh, take an overdose on vitamin G. And that's really where happiness is, Evan. And what, what the heck are we here for? What are we doing in our lives, right? So we get so caught up in everything else, and then you need to come to like, whoosh, stop right here. So that's the one thing is the gratitude piece. What do I have? Because we spend so much time on what we're not or what we don't have. Mm -hmm. The vitamin G every day. Um, how many doses? I don't know. That's what I should come up with, right? The doses of vitamin G. Mm -hmm. Lots. Yeah. Unlimited. Taking care of yourself. Is taking care of the world. I'd say sleep more. I truly believe that if you're not sleeping, your body's not healing, and pretty much every ailment can be improved by sleeping more. That's when your body regenerates, and most of us are very sleep deprived these days. So I would say sleeping more. So